does. I need your help. We need it. And hopefully someday I might be able to give you something you need. Can you give Mr. Gustak house? No. No, that's a shame. That would be a tribute I would not soon forget. I'm not here to give you tribute, Eric. No. You're here to request my help based on a hypothetical future in which you return the favor. But you are known to not be friendly toward those like me. Why should I trust you? Because until somebody starts trusting somebody, we're all single targets. Just ripe for the picking. I have no knowledge of this maiden and creature. Although I suspect that's the bullheaded beast that passed through here recently, right, Pam? That thing owes me a pair of shoes. So can you help us or not? I do know someone who might be able to offer something useful. Might be able to. Can we see your fangs? Don't you like vampires, little girl? Eric! I must leave right away. No problem. I'll walk you out. Tak, for utan the hemska sokana. Det kommer stinka i backen. It's Friday. It's the Dr. Zeus film podcast. That, of course, is True Blood. Now, when True Blood was on, I didn't have HBO, and thanks to the powers invested by. HBO Max and the wonderful apps that are really expensive sometimes, but you have to have them. And everyone streams, and, and I just started rewatching uh, the bits and pieces that I didn't get to watch. And it's—I mean, it's quite—it's quite a—it's—it's quite it's tasty. Or as or as Eric's—they have those memes where he's like, "Oh, that was saucy." Oh my goodness. Uh, I say true blood. Yes, the sax the Suki Stackhouse show. Bill. But then you know my favorite is of course Eric Norton. I mean, come on, come on. And then eventually he'll get a taste well Yeah, he did get a taste of her, you know. I, I think the show it's really about oh, okay, we all want to taste Suki Stackhouse and Anna Paquin. Um for those of you who were not reared in the 90s, Anna Paquin is an Oscar winner. She won an Academy Award. Here we are. It's Oscar season for the piano. Now, please don't make the mistake that my grandmother may she rest in peace, although I know she's haunting me constantly. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you posted that. You know, I often joke that if she were alive, she'd be on Facebook telling me. I can't believe you talk like that on there. Does your mother know? Because that's what she did in life. But. Okay. Um, 
yeah <laughs> where was i going with this oh no i forgot my train of thought <laughs> yeah but it was it's a saucy show i mean she'd probably think oh god you and these vampires you know you and these vampires yeah me and these vampires it's a saucy show that's what it is i love watching it and um you know the supernatural yeah oh i'm so about it what's interesting about people and spirits is that they have to see them to know that they exist i can sense them now don't you know turn the thing off oh my god he's gonna go into this no don't worry whereas it says at the beginning of 1999 don't worry i won't hurt you yeah um but yeah i can i can trust me anytime you're alone somewhere you don't feel alone they're there they're there you know they're there protecting you and i'm all for that so back to true blood these delicious vampires yes I'm so tired that I'm often forgetting my train of thought and um, some would say that comes with age I don't think it does oh now I remember reared in the 90s wonderful 90s the 90s were truly truly fabulous there for a fabulous time you got to experience things you got to learn about things you know we learned about things in a book okay now some people would say you know that must make you feel old not really I don't know what I I mean I, I do look at my hair and I'm like huh there are times we'll get back to true blood don't worry you know, I wish I was a vampire. Shit. There are times that I'm like, eh, should I dye the hair? I don't really know. I don't really want to. I do like it on the sides that it's white. Some say it's distinguished. And I've just started shaving the beard more. And, you know, I don't know. I really don't know. As you can tell, my voice is coming back. I kind of like where it's at right now. It's, it's a little... You know, you know, gruffy. I like that. Um, I've never liked my speaking voice. Never. I've learned to deal with it. Um, you know, because then when I was a teenager, it didn't drop fully, and then I had to mess with it and, and get your heads out of the gutter. Mess with it. Learn to speak in a certain tone because I know how to control my tones as you get more refined. You learn that, okay, if I speak in this tone, they'll take me seriously. And so, and of course, when you're doing a podcast and you speak in a certain tone, some people know when I'm doing the show because they can hear me talking in that tone. Or when I'm doing voiceovers and I have to speak in my natural tone, which is like, oh, geez, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Or even singing, you know singing I can kind of put up with because I know how to distill it to a certain degree oh but these vampires these precious true blood vampires okay 
Vampires have been in, in movies for, for decades. Books. I mean, you look at Bram Stoker, this Irishman, who, you know, come on, took Vlad the Impaler and turned him into a vampire. And, and here we have Mr. Eric Northman. been watching oh now I remember my train of thought came back I'm on a lot of medication that's probably why so the same mistake that my grandmother made here's the thing my grandmother had heard about the piano directed by Jane Campion and starring Holly Hunter as this mute and Anna Paquin as her daughter and Anna Paquin I remember the night she won that Oscar because I was like, whoa, look at that little kid. She was only 11. She was hyperventilating. She could barely speak. She gets up there. She thanks the director. I mean, she was stunned. And um, here she is decades later bearing it all in true blood. True blood. I mean, you want to look at that cast at that cast is an exceptional cast a diverse cast dealing with you know crazy situations real life situations but there are vampires and then there are werewolves and then there are shifters and then there are maenads and then there are witches and fairies and all that other shit yes and um magic you know immortality uh, do I believe in immortality to an extent I mean you know I've said it on this show before I mean I, I wouldn't want to be a vampire I don't know if I was given the opportunity and they said well you can live forever, but you have to do this. And I'd have to say, what are the stipulations? And maybe I will sign. Or I should say maybe, because maybe usually means no. But where where do I sign? You know? All right. Now, some people would say, oh, that's so lonely. You'll just be alive forever. No. No. Because I do have a good memory. Except for the moment where I was trying to figure out the piano. <laughs> I was trying to figure that shit out. Um, oh, my God. You know, um, what's fascinating is... Is that when you get more refined... I know, some people are like... I, I remember I was sitting at a table and we were talking about vampires. We were talking about aging. And someone, I was telling someone, I just turned 41 and I said, I don't know what it's supposed to feel like. And someone said to me, oh, I can tell you what it feels like. I'm like, okay. But I don't, I don't have that same feeling. Probably because I don't have kids because I'm not married. Um, you know what always kind of is interesting to me is is that in in the the community that I was brought up in, and you have these two different you have the European, you have the Hispanic community, 
it, they think that having children and getting married are like virtues. And I never saw it that way. I always saw it as like, oh, I don't want to do that. So the other day someone asked how many kids I have. And I said, I don't have any. And they said, oh, how's, oh, oh, you know, like, like they were sad for me. And I said, I'm not sad. I don't regret that decision. I really don't. Um, I knew when I was graduating high school, I did not want children. I knew, you know, because I myself am a child. Come on, let's get real. Do I want to bring another thing that looks like me? Oh, God, no. Give me a break with that shit. You know, so yeah. I mean, and you know, can vampires have children? You know, I don't know if they ever did that on True Blood. Could you just imagine Pam and Eric having kids? And that thing running around. Yeah. Yeah. It's like something out of Interview with the Vampire. Entertainment. Lives. Craziness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So. See, I just... I'm. It's the medication talking. It's like... I need to take more, though. I am congested a little bit. I can feel it. Um, I'm, I'm just happy my voice is at where it's at. Because, you know, doing what I do daily, that's kind of hard not be able to speak in your tone. Because, you know, then it's like when I have to get their attention, it's like, oh, my God. Give me a microphone. I, I am tempted to buy a megaphone. I am tempted to get one and to see what happens. I already have a whistle. Let's see what that does. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. But um, as a podcaster, you know, I, I know how to control the tones. And I thought I could do that when my voice went I thought okay I'll just I'll just speak from the diaphragm which I know how to do which I'm doing right now I'm speaking from the diaphragm I'm enunciating you know you can sing from the diaphragm but then my voice was in such bad shape as you heard on the show I was like because at first I thought I heard I had nodules in my throat I was like oh shit no then I thought I had a cold. And then they thought I had COVID. And I was like, no. Those who listen to this podcast know that I have a little secret weapon. That really, tra- even, you know how, like, if you test for COVID, I have a hieroglyphic. I just look at my blood. If the blood is high, boom, then I'm in trouble. So I have my hieroglyphics right there. But yeah, it's been one hell of a week. Um, I'm thankful that it's over. I'm thankful for it, though. You know, don't take it for granted. Like when I podcast, it's like, oh, shit. And I, and I was telling Jason Albee, because I want him on the show, how are we going to do this? Because Jason has all this equipment 
I just have this iOS microphone that I'm speaking into, enunciating, and when I was doing voiceovers, and I want to give a shout out to Chris, I hope you're doing well, um, I would look at the equipment that Chris would set up, and I would tell him, I said, this intimidates me, and he's like, really? I said, because I don't use this kind of equipment. You know, you got the microphone and you've got the recorder. Thankfully, we didn't use any headphones. So only he could hear what I was what I was saying, where, you know, I'm hearing it coming out of my own voice. So it's like, OK, um, and having to really read lines. And it, it made me think of the King's speech. You know how the King's speech Colin Firth? He's doing all these different hand gestures as he's giving his speech and trying not to stutter. And so I I remember doing all these hand gestures and speaking with my hands as I'm reading the dialogue and I'm enunciating, you know, and um, (coughs) see what I mean? Yeah, I, I have a feeling that I won't be able to speak over the weekend, which is fine by me as long as I can speak for work. I'm good. I took all of the precautions. I was like, I am not going to let this fuck be around. Um, you know? So, yeah. Thank goodness for microphones. Thank goodness for them. But when the microphone doesn't work, you're screwed. Oh, you are screwed. Or you're scrooged. Either way, I wanted to see how that sounded. So... We were talking about vampires. See what happens when you're under the weather. Your brain just goes bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah. So my focus is off. It's off. But other than that, I'm here. <laughs> um, but I'm going to talk more in depth about, you know, there's little nuggets about true blood that if you look at them, it's like, oh, all right. Okay. Like the flashbacks. I love the flashbacks. I think they're fabulous. You know, I studied I studied Vikings. I studied witches. All of that other shit. Um, you know. Uh, doesn't scare me. I, I've met a couple of witches. They're very nice. You know. Now, the Catholic in my family we say oh my god adios mios you met a witch I like they're gonna put a hex on me give me a break come on but also I I remember I knew someone once and they just thought they knew that I had those chakras oh that's evil I'm like it is not evil but because it's not you know what we would call normal nothing is normal that oh they they said oh you're playing with fire no not necessarily as as i said to that person true magic is nor black nor white it is good and it is cruel because the universe is good and it is cruel okay and also as an artist you have to have the dark in order to have the light you have to coexist they have to coexist all right so you have to have the villain in order to have the hero they have to coexist it's uh 
like, uh, you know, uh, Sherlock Holmes and, and uh, Mori- Moriarty. You have to have that to coexist, all right? Just like with those vampires, you have to have Russell. You have to have Queen Sophie in order for all of the rest to coexist and, and suck, you know, the life out of each other, yeah. So... That's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I wish I could go for an hour. Unfortunately, I can't. I'm going to rest my voice. I'm going to go take some medicine now. Um, you know, it's been fabulous. It's been fun. Um, unpleasant dreams. <laughs> <laughs>